Welcome to Quill Sword Blogcast. Trump indicted. Jack Prasadik was wrong today. We have not seen the death of the Republic. Far from it. What we have seen is the suicide of the Democrat Party. Democrats who want to bother with the blame game should start with Obama. In legalizing gay marriage, he put his legacy over the Democrat Party's stability. With gay issues resolved, Democrats no longer had a convenient excuse to not deal with the issues of all the crazies they had accumulated under their big tent. Worse, when you repeat lies enough, you start to internalize them. The Democrats started believing their own propaganda. Once Obama took off the brakes, there was no way to stop Crazy Train. Politics isn't fast, but this was pretty quick in political terms. Within seven years, the Democrats had completely derailed themselves. Part of that was the 2016 election of Trump. Had the Democrats played the game, they would have stood a chance. Let Trump alone, snipe from the peanut gallery, and play the long game. That was their only real way forward. Instead, the long pent-up nutcases went completely round the bend. They could smell their political victory. How dare Trump take it from them? Since the crazies were now the leadership, or at least in the driver's seat, Trump derangement syndrome became the order of the day. Now, Trump is not perfect, but he did amazingly well under that barrage which only made them more deranged. If the evidence and reason didn't give them the results they wanted, then evidence and reason were discarded. The Democrat leadership found itself on a runaway train that could and would attack them given the slightest provocation. Freshman congresswomen became more influential than the party leadership. Pathetic, really. I'm amazed at given the C-19 debacle, that the Dems lasted this long. It's kind of like watching a train wreck where the train is trying to show off in the process. Every time you think they'd hit bottom, someone would yell, Hold my beer! And they come up with something more insane. Today, they manage the most insane of all. The legally idiotic and politically suicidal arrest and indictment of President Donald J. Trump. I have seen Fast and Furious movies with more intelligent plots. Over the weekend, the few remaining sane Democrats woke up from their hangovers and realized how bad it was about to be. Way too little, too late, they tried to do damage control. It failed spectacularly. Rank-and-file Democrats don't believe this indictment is anything but politically motivated. Everyone else already knew. The Democrat Party has finally shot itself in the head. Oh, sure, the body will twitch for a while. Party paramedics will try to resuscitate it. The lamestream media will desperately spray the corpse with air freshener to cover up the obvious. The Democrat Party is dead. Not, however, the American Republic. This is not our first rodeo, and it won't be our last. We survived an actual civil war. We survived decades of election shenanigans. The Democrats are not the first party to put itself before the nation, and won't be the last. 
We have a long and storied history of attempts, some successful, of political repression and attacks on the First Amendment, all of which, every single one, ultimately failed. Like Japan in World War II, the Democrats are going to learn that painful lesson, do not tick off the American people. We may let you drive the bus for a while, but we decide where this bus is going, not our political parties. If DeSantis has any sense, he'll announce his support for Trump's re-election bid. It's been speculated that the indictment was made in hopes of convincing DeSantis to run against Trump and thereby split the Republicans. Running against Trump now is political suicide. The small fry will stay in for the name recognition, but DeSantis will likely bow out in prep for a 2028 run. I heard an analyst I respect conclude that Biden will be reelected in 2024. Well, that analyst still has my respect in geopolitics, his field, but he's an idiot in American politics. New York state just made a 2024 run for Biden impossible. See, there are a lot of much better legal cases against Biden. Now that states can indict former presidents, they can also indict sitting presidents. See what I mean about the Trump indictment being suicidally stupid for the Democrats? Even if the miracle occurs, and it won't, and the party somehow holds together, the Republicans now have the power to take Biden down. The older, less reactive neocons might hold back. The younger, angrier Trump supporters won't. First up will likely be an indictment of D.A. Bragg coming from the U.S. Congress. The Democrats better hope Representative Jim Jordan pulls that off. It might, might just save them from having 90% of their leadership indicted in state courts all over the country. The Supreme Court will not save them. It'll duck for cover and hope the thing works itself out before it hits their desks. The New York, New York State Supreme Court could step in and invalidate the indictment, but they won't. This isn't a hot potato. It's red-hot lava. No court wants anything to do with it. But allowed to run it in the legal wild, state courts will start testing the limits of this new shiny power. Can you think of a better way for some DA in Nebraska to make a national name for himself? Me neither. What idiot dared the Democrats to indict Trump? Well, of course, it was pressure from their deranged base, but still... It looks so much like the Democrats couldn't resist the ultimate triple-dog dare. A lot more than their tongues are stuck to that stupid pole. I don't see them getting off with just a sore tongue. But what I am sure of is that the American Republic can and will survive. Party collapses are not new and won't bring down the country. Eventually, the parties or the courts straighten out the mess. The next few years will be messier and uglier than usual. But Trump might just now have the power to really drain that damned swamp.